Welcome to me in. Ha-ha! It looks like the bard is about to begin. I'll pour ya an owl over the stories, fables, and tales about the swords, sickles, and spells in the depths of the swells. So take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Caratrust Inn. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caratrust Tales. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Mike, and to my left we have... Hello. Uh, this is Ryan. I'll be playing Kincaid, the Sorcerer. And this is Nick. I will be playing Basto, the Half-Orc Barbarian. Hey guys, it's Sam, and I play Woods, the Elven Ranger. And last time we were together, we all found ourselves at Vasso's beach house, hidden away. Uh, we met his father, and he was a little upset with both myself and Kincaid. Uh, we learned that negative emotions can open a rift and we did that based on Clyde just being sad he opened a massive rift so we find ourselves now surrounded yes and that is where we last left off you guys were sitting around chatting talking looking over a notebook that he had that had a bunch of research in it that him and his wife had been doing on the side and then you heard a knock on the door that said Clyde Stern you're wanted by the order for ignoring a summons and for harboring, harboring, nope, harboring, harboring a fugitive. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Pick a fugitive. I said, please come quietly. We will use force if needed. And I believe I opened a rift. Yeah, you said you were going to open a rift and then try to escape through Dorma. Yep. I think is where it was last time. Uh, okay. I, I and she's like very quietly, like just motions people into the rift and she jumps in. I think Kincaid being the good general would want uh, Vaso and your dad to jump through first. All right, so I'll Vaso signal, hand signal to his dad, like, come this way. You see come. you see your dad kind of, like, going back, like, rocking back and forth, and you can tell he's, like, in contemplation, and you see him kind of like, <sighs> and then he lets out a loud whistle as <laughs> the floor right beneath the dining room table just explodes in this like splintering shards of everything as this sword comes flying through the air and he catches it and then this armor comes flying in and just starts adhering to him kind of like Iron Man back in Iron Man 3 and then this like um, circlet lands on his head he's like I guess it's time to rejoin the battle are we doing that on this side though oh yes I'll come well you're gone (laughs) No, I had. Just, I'm just you like, you're I'll use the You missed out. I'll use the. I'm just like, what the? Vato is just like. Yeah, I think he. he, he, he his, his mouth just dropped. His jaw just dropped. He's. he's in, it's he like know what to full say. plate armor. It definitely has the Order of Light symbol on it. And you put together that this was probably his armor for when he was in the Order of Light at the Rift. Is he like. Does it, is it glowing at all or just. Just armor. Nope, just armor, but it yep. definitely has magic because he's able to call it and it dons itself onto him. Oh, hey, uh, are we getting? Are we going through this rift or? Like Clyde, you, are we? You lead the way, Dad. Okay. <laughs> are we going he, through the rift? So he'll pull his sword out, and you see it like breaks like a string that was tied on it, and then he charges through the rift, and then oh, let's yeah, go, buddy. Woods, you would see <laughs> Voss is dead now, somehow fully decked fully out, armed, fully armed to <laughs> okay. the teeth. Um, Charging ahead. She sees that and she's going to like 
reach into her bag and grabs a health potion and just like slams it like a little like almost like a pre-workout <laughs> so she's gonna take it um uh, okay, so once we go through, uh, we're going to yeah, close Kincaid, the rift behind us. Kincaid jumped through. Okay, so you guys all jump through and you close the rift I'm taking the you. book. Taking the book. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good the call. research book. Nice. Okay, write that down because we'll for- definitely forget it, I'm sure. I almost did. <laughs> I tried to make sure to mention it in like the intro so you wouldn't forget it. Yeah. But then I forgot about it also. You incepted me. Incepted you. You guys would notice something weird on Dorma's side because normally Dorma is a lot more like run down. Like you guys have seen ruins in Dorma. Plant life's not as fruitful and all that type of stuff. But when you go to Dorma on the other side, it looks like a normal house. Like it's been actually upkept as Hmm. the house. What's going to like look at Clyde? Is this your, is this you? Yes. I needed to be prepared on both sides. I just assumed. Okay. Can you close the rift, right? Uh, Yeah. And I think Kincaid's immediately going to, like, check his surroundings. As you are looking, so you're basically in the same house, but in Dorma side. So you kind of, like, peer out the windows. And then you see in the front lawn a rift open up as you see one of the Order of Light members that also has quite a bit of plate armor come stepping into Dorma. But you will notice that the two police officers that are with them do not go into Dorma. So it's just one... Person, because if you remember, normally order of light travels in sets of three. Mm-hmm. But what you've been seeing in Amberton is there was one order of light member and then two like guardsmen. Which I wonder if they're running low. Yeah, um, these are just foot soldier soldiers. kind of guys. Uh, guys, um, someone has opened a rift and they're on the front line. Um, oh. KK's pulling gonna, out his trident. I'm gonna ask my dad, uh, hey, do, do you know is there a, a back entrance? Or is there a secret way out of here? There's a back door, but I, they said we were surrounded, and uh, it sounds like they're coming through to Dorma anyways. So I imagine there's probably someone out back also. Uh, okay. So yeah. we'll, Y'all want to check the back door? Yeah, let's do that. So you check the back door, and you kind of like peer out, and you definitely see the same thing. There's a rift. The Order of Light member passed through, but the two guardsmen didn't pass through. Is there there's water? Two, oh, there's two Order of Lights. <clears throat> So as you look at the left and right, you notice that there is one Order of Light member on each side of the house. I was going to use a bead, but that's not going to work. Is there... You can use a bead if you want. No, it's not going to work. You're not going to let me know all four of them. You don't know all four of them, but you can know one of them, maybe. One out of four ain't bad. Yeah, but what is it going to do? I don't know. I'm oh, metagaming. Don't, don't you know how to teleport? Only when I'm in a god form. Well, do, do your god form thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you get angry. <laughs> Yes. Uh, is he okay. angry? <laughs> I, dude, I, I'm, I'm agitated I'm right start, now. I'm okay. starting to see that. Yeah. Um, I, noticed, uh, can I try to... does not get agitated. Can I try to go into goddess form? I've not figured out how sure. to do this. Sure. So you're going to... What are you trying to do to get into goddess mode? So I'm going to like... She's going to put on some makeup, <laughs> listen to some... Beyonce. I was going to say Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. Yeah, little T-Swift, little Queen Bee. Um, so I'm going to like stand in the middle of the house and like just... Just really like focus inward on my goddess and just talk to her and see if I can, being in, on her side, if I can harness her and become her. So you, I assume, dropped to your knees and you started doing this like prayer, all that type of stuff. I'm like holding Lucha's bow. Okay. Clyde looks at you like, well, whatever she's doing, 
I have some bows over here. And like he goes to like a chest and like pulls it open and you see that he's kind of stockpiled weapons in order to protect himself. So he starts handing each of you guys bows and sees that Woods is doing something in the middle. Do you know what she's doing? She she's trying to teleport us out. It, it's probably not gonna work, so don't don't worry about it. Do we need all right it, as long as she's not eating? I think we're in the good direction. Okay. I guess let's protect her while... And I'm dropping the bow. I don't know what I'm doing with this. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> it's just like, I thought it, I taught you. This is a special bow like or just regular? You just, did, Just but... a regular bow, but we can probably hold them back with this. They're not going to charge in if we're shooting arrows at them, I'm thinking. Okay. Is anything happening? Not is there water part. around the house? There was by a lake, so we're definitely going to be water around. Even in the dorm side, there's going to be water. Let's go ahead and roll initiative just so we can get... Um, into, you know, like an order of operations here. Nine. Seven. Just kidding. <clears throat> Nine was Woods. Uh, no, I have a ten with my light-up dice. All right. My enemies also got a ten. Oh, sorry. I'm going to have them go first since... What did you, Vasa, what did you get? Uh, seven. Fifteen. Ooh. All right. And then I guess I'll go one more roll for um, Clyde. I hate running Clyde. NPCs. Clyde. Hey, Clyde, man. We got an eight. So Clyde is enemy two on their little tracker here. All right, Kincaid, you get to go first. So we're surrounded on all four sides by order of light, fully plate mailed Um, Two dudes. of them have plate mail. Two of them have, like, leather armor. So you can tell that like, two of them are, like, brute strength, and two of them are going to be more, like, dexterous fighters. So the brute strength fighters, are they wearing plate mail? Yes, they are. Okay. Uh, and there's water nearby. There definitely is. Okay. I've never casted this spell before. <laughs> I like your spells. Yeah. I want to cast Tidal Wave. <laughs> so are the two plate mail guys... We'll say on. one's by the water and the other ones, because I was picturing the plate mail guys on opposite sides and then the leather guys on opposite, you know, like... Okay. So if you went around, there has to be plate, leather, plate, leather. So this so says I can conjure up a wave of water that crashes down on an area within range. The area can be up to 30 feet long, up to 10 feet wide, and 10 feet tall. So can I arc it enough to at least get two guys? Yeah, I'd say you can probably get the leather, a leather guy and a plate mount guy. Okay, cool. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failure, a creature takes 4d8 bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. On a success, a creature takes half damage and isn't knocked prone. The water then spreads out across the ground in all directions, extinguishing unprotected flames in the area. I was kind of hoping like the water would come from the lake, swoosh down, and if success would push them into the lake. I love that. With their plate mail being heavy, yep. thinking they couldn't swim. All right. The guy in leather rolled a 16. Uh, that saves. Saves. And then the guy in plate rolled an 8. He fails. So that's good. How deep's the lake? Two feet. <laughs> no. he there is a up. drought, and it's only one inch of water. Yeah. So the spigot pelted with sprinkles that hurt for one point of damage. But then it's a little John from um, Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. I can't I'll swim. swim. <laughs> if you don't pay the tolls, you don't need no rolls. All right. Lend so us your ears. Do you want me to just do 48 for both and take oh, full damage for one? Yep. Yeah, All right. So I only got one 1d8. Seven, eight, two. What's that, 17? Yep. Three, 20. All right, so 20 for the plate guy and 10 for one of the leather guys. Yep. And plate guy is knocked prone. I'm guessing he wasn't washed out into the lake. That's what I was hoping for. Um, I like what you're trying to do, so we're going to say he does get washed out to where he's starting to drown a little bit, but you have a feeling he's going to be back in the fight. Just It's going to take him a while to get his footing. Okay. 
skip him on his turn is what I'm going to basically do. We're all doing the wave. All doing the wave. All right, enemy one. So these are my enemies. We'll notice the guy swept away. He's going to skip this turn because he's got swept away. Um, the guy in the leather is going to rummage through his pockets and grab a little bag. He's going to throw it on the ground and like a poof of smoke comes up and you lose sight of him. And then the other plate guy just full on starts charging into the door. So he's going to get about halfway to like the doorway. So he's probably like 10 feet away from the door. And then the other leather guy is going to do the same thing. He's going to kind of drop a dust cloud and kind of uh, do a stealth hide from you guys. So you kind of lost track of both leather guys. You're nice. not sure where they're at anymore. Leather guys. Those leather guys are skin so tough. Woods, you are trying to speak with your goddess. Are yeah. you going to continue doing this? I'm going to give it a little bit longer. I am like down on both knees like Lucha. Please. Like, I believe in you. You have chosen me to be here. You've plucked me out of the Delray Sanctuary for a reason. And I believe that reason's to serve you. I'm here pledging my life to you if you will help us in this situation. All right, go ahead and roll 2d20. 19 and a 14. It was on a 20 and it rolled back to 14. All right, 19 and 14. Mm-hmm. All right, nothing happens yet. Okay. Uh, you keep praying. We got keep this. Vasa, that brings us up to you. Okay, uh, so Vasa is going to see the plated guy start charging. Yes, exactly. Um, you can see that. <laughs> Vasto is going to see the plated guy charging tor- uh, towards the door. Actually, first off, how does Vasto feel now that he's on the other you side? You are definitely getting ir- irritable. Okay. Um, Vasto. <laughs> Vasto. <laughs> okay. Um, so he, you know, with him being irritable, he sees this guy coming. He's going to basically ready in action. Um, how many turns, I mean, do you think? It'll be next turn when he gets to the yep, door. Next turn, he's going to be slamming through that front or back door because he went to the back door. Okay. Um, so I, I guess he's going to, since he's irritable, he's going to go ahead and go into rage. Okay. Like he's, he's got his, like he's gripping his axe really hard and you know, starting to growl a little bit and getting okay. ready to go. All right, are you going yeah. to stand in the doorway? You're growling. You're going to... <laughs> Gra- growling. You're pre- I know, I love it. Are you're you pretty going... sexy when you're angry. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I know he's raging, but, you know, he, he's still smart so yeah, he's yeah. gonna he can be some to the side <laughs> yeah. so he's so not the door does not gonna land on him. Yeah, okay. I could be, I could I be an intellectual checking. and a brute thank you very much what you would call it when Bruce Banner and Hulk yeah. come together that's as what one. I was imagining yeah. what you were doing when you were meditating <laughs> but you can't can't perform because like you I'm know, working in, on it in Infinity War remember when he's trying to yeah. and he can't and he can't that, that's what I imagine you were yeah, doing right now and it's like, I don't want to come out. <laughs> All righty. We're going to get up to Clyde's turn. He's going to, like, open the door and then shoot an arrow out at the charging uh, plate mail guy. So he's going to get two attacks in. Man, I wish I rolled better for him, but whatever. We do, too. <laughs> they both hit the guy's plate mail, but doesn't actually pierce through the armor just because... Angle wasn't right. That brings us up to Kincaid. Do I see the guy I knocked prone in the water? Yeah, you see him starting to get back up. He's kind of like heaving, getting trying to get the water out of his lungs from being unexpectedly um, smothered in water. But he's probably waist deep at this point. 
would I say have maybe advantage since he's in the water in plate mail? Yeah. What cool. are you trying to do? I want to cast Witch Bolt at him <laughs> at, at a second level. Ooh, way to call it. <clears throat> Good call. Yep. So I have advantage. Yep. You have advantage. Uh, 19 plus 8, 27. <laughs> that nice. definitely hits. Uh, that is, let me double check, 2d12. And it's lightning. It's lightning and he's in the water. He's in the water and wearing plate mail. Thunder. So I'm going to say he's... Uh, Conducted. I'm going to say he's vulnerable to lightning. <laughs> so, that nice. means he gets, <clears throat> so that means he gets a double damage. Six, four, ten. Ten? Do you get your spell attack modifier or anything for that? Or is it just 2d? I think it's just 2d. I get more to hit. Yeah, just 2d12. All right, what did you roll? Ten? Ten. So he takes 20 damage because he's uh, <laughs> very electric at this moment. And do I see the other plate mail guy coming through the other door? He's not quite through the door yet. If you want to roll a perception to see if you noticed him when um, Clyde opened the door real fast to shoot, you're welcome to. But you were also focusing outside, so hence the perception check. Okay. Non-natural 20. That is, yeah, you definitely notice um, when he got the door open that he's about 10 feet away from the door. So you know that next round he's going to be either bursting through the door or running through the doorway if it's open. But I don't see him yet. You'd, you'd see him, like, but the door's closed now. Oh, okay. You know he's about 10 feet on the other side of it. Does that make sense? Okay. I didn't know if I could ready a spell for when he comes in or if that's outside the scope of... Uh, you want to use... So I, I was going we, to use sorcery points to... I think we could use a sorcery point, and then you can use your reaction to cast a spell. I think that's cool. a, I think that's a reasonable mechanic for a sorcerer. Wizard, I what, do what are you? Sorcerer. 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 Okay. So I'm going to use two, and then I'm going to ready another spell. Okay. You don't have to tell about the spells. We'll just say using sorcery points, you can cast a spell as a reaction. All right. That brings us up to enemies. It's me. All right. Yeah. Uh, the guy that just got electric. <laughs> um, is he stunned? Um, I mean, that's up to you. He's wearing he's wearing plate mail, and he's in the water and just took lightning damage. I'm going to say he can still move, but at half speed, so he's still going to be in the water, but he's going to be uh, knee-deep at this point. <laughs> and then uh, we'll you just... do the electric slide. In the water, in yeah. The, in the water. <laughs> it's electric. We'll do the other plate mill guy, since they're the ones that are just charging in. He charges through, just bursts through the door. And it sounds like two things are going to happen as soon as he bursts through the door. So we'll have Vaso go first. Vaso is going to take a big old swing. Um, so if I want to use inspiration, do I have to call it now or nope. can I wait? I'll let you yeah. re-roll afterwards. Uh, 14. 14 is going to miss. Uh, I'm going to use inspiration. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, uh, 24. 24 hits. These plate guys are going to be taking some damage. Uh, 11 damage. Not that much, apparently, though. <laughs> okay. He uh, takes it. He kind of trips up a little bit because he wasn't expecting to get hit right away. Um, so I am going to roll a deck save to see if he falls prone. He does not. He is able to catch himself, but he was a little surprised by your immediate attack. Kincaid, what were you doing as your reaction? Uh, I'm casting Frostbite at him. Okay. Is that a attack? Uh, it's actually a constitution. Save. Yeah, I, th- I think it was good. Do you want to change your mind? Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I thought it was a attack roll. I'll firebolt him. Okay. And I get advantage because he's next to Basso, right? And he's raging, yep. Yeah. Uh, 24. 24 hits. 
Kincaid's on fire. No, this other guy's on fire. <laughs> one's electric, one's on fire. Nine damage. All right. Plate mount guy kind of takes it in stride, and then he's going to lower his sword, and he's just going to swing at Vaso since that's the closest person to him. So he's going to attack you three times with his sword. Uh, a 16, 18, and a 15. Uh, the 15 meets, so they all hit. Or Yep, they all hit. So 9, 18, 23 slashing damage. I take half. You take half. So 12? No, 11. 11. d d you're rounded down. So 11 slashing damage. You're looking to see how much damage you had originally? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody can make a perception check if they like. Oh, I like. Except for mm-hmm. Woods, because Woods is doing something else. 17. Uh, 10. With your 17, Kincaid, you are going to notice some dust kind of falling down from the ceiling, like somebody is climbing on the roof. On the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Leatherman is on the roof, possibly. Possibly. And that leads us up to Woods. Okay. <clears throat> Lucha, please. I pledge my life to you. Lucha, I will fight for you. Lucha, I will protect you. Lucha, please come to me. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll. I like it, so I'll give you three d20s this time. Uh, 19, 11, and 7. 19, 11, and seven. 7. All right, you start seeing Woods' eyes start to glow a little bit, and you're starting to feel a connection with your goddess, but not enough to enter goddess mode yet. Okay. Are you going to continue praying? Okay. Yes, I have a plan. <laughs> you have a plan. Yeah. I have a plan for the next time. All right, Vaso. Um, Vaso is just going to swing at the guy that just attacked him. Okay, sounds good. Because, um, you know, you hit him three times, you kind of he's pretty angry, pretty angry yeah. at him. <laughs> makes sense to me. Hulk smash here. Uh, 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 17. Uh, that one <laughs> might miss. What happened? 17 misses. Uh, 11. 11, yep. So they both miss. Maybe you were a little bit surprised, so you're trying to get up, but you're used to fighting to Noah. They don't usually wear plate armor, so you're just scratching across the plate. Okay. All right. Uh, your father, though, on the other hand, is going to uh, drop his bow and take out his sword, and he's going to attack twice. He's going to hit on both of them. You kind of sense that maybe he's got more combat experience, even though you, you don't remember him being a combatant. So this is really surprising to you, but he's pretty good with his sword and hits him for 25 damage. To put it in perspective, and Kin- your dad's kind of a bad a. Yeah, Kincaid, that brings us up to you. Well, since my friend's still in the water, I'm going to reenact my witch bolt. <laughs> yep. For another auto hits two d twelve, eleven five sixteen, so thirty two. Thirty two. <clears throat> He's not doing too hot <laughs> out there. You see him uh, kind of like jolt and maybe even like falls to his knees, but he's not down down. But he's definitely. Uh, Starting to have, like, smoke rising from him because he's getting charred on the inside there. I see you looking at something, so. Oh, uh, I'm just, I guess that's all I can really do. Okay, sounds good. Well, Any... where's where's the dust coming down from the roof? Um, you see the dust coming down from the roof is coming more towards, like, the center of the pitch of the roof. And as you look up, you see now that there is, like, a saw blade that is kind of cutting a hole in the top. Perfect. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Cutting a hole in the top of the uh, 
lodging. It's going to like reverse Wily Coyote and they're going to like fall up. <laughs> yes. Since we're in Dorma. All right. Um, I think I would, I think I have a magical dagger. I think you did because you picked yeah. up one from the purple knights. Yes. That was a magical dagger that your people used to keep on them as their, like the guards. Would keep yeah. Them. So I'm just writing that in case something I want to say down. it was plus two. A Sounds plus, right. A plus two magic dagger. I, I probably have it written decided. somewhere. Right. Uh, yes. All right. Enemies, uh, plate mail guy that's outside is going to continue walking half speed, so he's out of the water now. And plate mail guy inside is going to attack three times. Same thing. He's going to be trying to down Vaso over there. Um, 10, 15, and 23. Uh, the 15 and 23 hit. All right, so 15 slashing damage. 15? 15. 15, yep. Seven. You then hear clear out as the plate mail guy is going to jump out of the building. So you guys can do attacks of opportunity on him, Vaso uh, and Clyde, if you guys want to try to do an attack of opportunity. Yes. Okay. Clyde hit him. Uh, 18. 18 is going to hit. So you're going to roll damage. Uh, 16 damage. Nice. All right, now I need everybody to roll a dexterity saving throw as you're seeing a flask kind of falling through from the ceiling. I'm going to purposely fail it. You're going to purposely fail it? Because you're just not going to try to get out of the way. You're not changing your position, nothing at all? Mm-mm. All right, is anybody going to try to... Never mind. Yes. <laughs> I'm that, but I'm partly because I don't see it. Like, I'm that yeah. focused. Oh, you're focused. Yeah. Yeah, you guys hear clear out. Somebody leaves, and then Vasa and Kincaid, you see this glowing flask dropping from the ceiling. You have time to use a reaction. Boss, you used yours already for the attack of opportunity. Oh, so I have a reaction? You have a reaction if you want to do something. Well, had I known that? <laughs> I would have just known. <laughs> had I just known. <laughs> you only get one reaction, unfortunately. Okay, can I use my reaction to cast Gust and send the flask going back up? If you use your sorcery points to do that, I'd be fine with that. As we were just establishing, use your quickening sorcery points to cast reaction. Yeah. Because it says you create a small blast of air capable of moving one object that is neither held nor carried and that weighs no more than five pounds. Okay. If the object is pushed up to 10 feet away from you, it isn't pushed with enough force to cause damage. Okay. Are you trying to get it to go back out the hole? Well, where is it at when I see it? about halfway down by the time you would have reacted, if that makes sense. So you can either push it, try to push it out the door, or you can try to push it straight back up. You said back up, so I was just curious if you're trying to just hit the ceiling or if you're trying to get it through the hole or what you're trying to do. Can I manipulate it to shoot it out to my guy that's in the water? (laughs) (laughs) You can try it, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. But what is your, um, what's your modifier? Charisma? Yes. All right, let's do a charisma check just to see how well you've weaved the magic to actually make it through the doorway. <laughs> nice knowing y'all. 10. I'm going to say you get it at the doorway, but you don't make it to the person. Okay. But it does create a, explodes into a fiery mass that covers the whole front yard. And you had a feeling that this would have covered the entire area inside the house. Y'all are welcome. Keep praying. <laughs> we're, you're good. I'm just trying to bite you time <laughs> so you can get us out of here. Um, but Kincaid, you need to make a... No, I'll just shoot it. Hold on. Oh, we're just going to shoot it. Uh, whatever. 
I forget. I am how, DM. I forgot how D and D works, and they have things called attacks. <laughs> Instead of dodge the bolt coming at you, I can just shoot you and see what happens. Um, does a twenty-two hit you? Oh uh, yeah, it does. All right, make a Constitution saving throw. Jeez, nine plus something, five somehow. Uh, fourteen. Ooh, just below. All right, so you take four piercing damage and twelve poison damage. So 16 total. 16 total. As you have this crossbow bolt sticking into your or your shoulder. And then you look out and you see one of those uh, leather guys in the field. And he kind of hides behind some of that smoke fume that just went out there. So you lose the sight of him again. Ugh. Okay. And that brings us up to Woods. Okay. <clears throat> Woods is going to... She was like down on her like knees praying she's going to stand um holding her bow out and she's gonna start doing kind of like some like warrior yoga as she says the following (laughs) thing so picture like arms going out above her head coming down to her chest and like she kind of is gonna pull her bow to one side and then pull her bow to the other archer pose yeah Yeah. like like archer pose like just trying to really just like bring it in and and she's gonna louder so like you guys can now hear and not just like in her head but Luch I pledge my life to you Luch I pledge my heart to you Luchu I will serve you Lucha I will protect you until my last breath alright go ahead and roll I like it again so 3d20 make sure that's a d20 that is not a d20 it's a d12 8 <laughs> oh, not even close <laughs> 20, 10, 11. All righty. So for the listeners, I was looking to when Woods would match numbers. So she just matched the second number, so you can enter into goddess mode. Perfect. Go ahead and roll a d4. Three. Three rounds. Yes. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know how you would know you're going to have it for three rounds. Well, I would but... just maybe just discern <laughs> that my time's going to be running out soon. Yeah, you, maybe yeah. you can. Lucia yes. told her. 18 seconds. 18 seconds. <laughs> Isn't it 30 seconds? No, nope, second six round? second rounds. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'll let you act this round. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't even know if I'm ready. I guess, can I just like blast through the roof? Like I can fly, right? Yeah, you can fly. So if I like fly up through the roof, there's somebody on the roof, right? Yeah, I'm going to say you're going to take some bludgeoning damage from shattering through the roof, but you're welcome to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And I want to like shoot through the roof and like grab him the guy on the roof and just like chuck him across the pond. I don't know if you made it across the pond, but you can at least throw him off the roof. I want to throw him off the roof onto the ground. Okay. So he like dies. Well, or gets he'll, to, die, well, but he'll get he'll his, get some damage. But yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. All right, okay. so you're gonna fly through the roof. So you guys just see like all of a sudden like I'm doing these like warrior poses and then next thing you know I just have like <laughs> sprouted some wings. Just turned into this <laughs> deity and I go like one solid swoop down and I go crashing through the roof. I mean, Kincaid just got hit by a poison dart, so he's like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Dart was trippy. (laughs) What's going on? What is flying? Go ahead and roll 3d6 for your bludgeoning damage as you're getting scraped and hit with the rafters of the roof and all that stuff. Um, five. Five. Okay, so you take five damage. Nice rolls. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I need a... And I'd say roll is competing strength, but the uh, guy that's on the roof is not known for his strength, so I'm going to assume he's just going to fail. 
It's a good assumption. Okay, I have a plus, yeah, I have a plus four to strength. He likes to use poisons and yeah. flasks. <laughs> he doesn't want to go and combat. Coward. Okay. Uh, and he's quite surprised that there's now a deity in front of him. <laughs> yeah, so she's just going to, like, grab him and, like, throw him and then just, like, blood curling, just, like, scream. Because she just has so much rage built up into her. Roll a d4. Right, so in your chaos, you didn't really notice that there was a large fire out in the front yard, and you just decided to throw it in one direction, but you chose randomly the right direction, and so you actually threw him into the burning fire. Perfect, love it. Ouch. So he's going to take, and I'm going to have you, uh, yeah, will you roll it for me? Yeah. He's going to take, uh, let's see, 30 feet would be 3d6 for the bludgeoning damage. Five, six, nine. And then... I think I was going to do 3d8 for the fire damage each time, each round you're in the fire. Two, five, ten total. Ten. Right. So you took quite a bit of damage. You can tell he didn't like it because he's not necessarily a uh, up close and personal type fighter. Mm. All right. And that brings us up to Basso. Uh, so he, he, all right, first of all. <laughs> 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 that was pretty cool. Okay. That was good. <laughs> First of all, he's impressed with his dad's fighting skills. Uh-huh. Then he sees Void just, you know, turn into this crazy monster and shoot through the roof. Hey, so I like, summoned a bunch of water, <laughs> yeah. shooting lightning at people, so firebolts. Like yeah, and, and then, yeah. you know, he Give sees Kincaid, uh, like, you know, creating tidal waves over here. So he's just impressed, and he's super amped up. Um, so sure, he's going to go charging towards the one guy that's not in the fire. Um, I think, well... That he didn't one guy leave. Yeah, he dove out of the building because he knew that yeah. they were going to be dropping a alchemist flask into the middle of the. Yeah, so he's gonna he, he's gonna go after him. Okay, so you're just chasing after the guy that just fled away from you. Yeah. All right. Sounds yeah, good. Like, he's right on the other side of the door because he didn't go that far. Okay. Yeah. So he's gonna go up there and he's gonna swing at him. Okay. So <laughs> as you step out the door, go ahead and he's gonna make an attack of opportunity on you as his reaction because he was waiting on the other side of the door. Uh, does a twenty? Does a twenty-three hit you? All right, you took seven slashing damage as you ran around. And he was basically what happened is he jumped out the doorway, but then just like immediately turned so that when somebody fled, he could stab him. Does that make sense? Yep. Same thing that you tried to do to him when he ran through the door. <laughs> All right, but now you can do your action as you normally would. Yep. I'm gonna swing at him. <laughs> Crit fail. Crit fail. <laughs> the uh, attack really surprised you, <laughs> so. Go ahead and roll a D100 for me. Ooh. D100. Mm-hmm. That's a first. <clears throat> I know. I had to start using some more dice. Using some more rolls. You don't have an actual huge, big 100 dice? Two. Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> All right. He... Almost a crit fail. Almost <laughs> a crit fail. <laughs> <Another> crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been really bad. Um, he actually cut off your left Hey guys, it's Sam. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show.
cut off my left hand. Yep, and that's why you ended up dropping your sword. Oh. oh. <laughs> so he's going to let out like a loud... <laughs> yeah, Woods, gonna... can, Woods can feel that in her heart. Yeah. Like she um, whips around. And then... Uh, I just want to say in retrospect, if you rolled a one, you would have died. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah, that's I, what... I would have died. Yeah. yeah. Have died. Sorry. Nick um, as a person is really processing this yeah, right now. Yeah, I think we all are. Um, yeah. You so. Jamie Lannistered him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> wasn't an axe. Yeah, so he, I mean, was it I imagine Vasto, he's just going to be in pain. Yeah, um, you're a little distracted, so that kind of ends your turn with the crit fail. Yeah, and he, almost he's a second like, crit fail. Yeah, he's holding his hand. With your like, good arm? Yeah, well, like at the... <laughs> at the nub? Yeah, at the nub. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. That just was, oh, oh my gosh, this is Oh, you're lot. reading your card. Reading I was like, like, oh, like, oh, no, sorry. She's going to pull something out that I don't know is going to happen, which is usually happens. All right. What um, you should have done is you got your hand cut off. Look at your dad, like father. Yeah. <laughs> Did like a Luke Skywalker. Oh, um, no. But seeing you in agony and all that, Clyde is just gonna like reach out and grab your back and just pull you back through the doorway, back inside. And he's going to stand in the doorway, and you can tell he's just full on like Papa Bear mode, like. He's putting himself between you and the person in front of you. Kind of like a defense mode. How many people are left? You guys haven't killed anybody yet. Gotcha. We're getting close. <laughs> You're getting close to killing one. <laughs> one and a half. That, that literally guy did not take that hit really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm going to say, since Clive is a more experienced fighter, he is actually going to thrust his sword just through the wall because he knows the guy's on the other side of it um, since he just saw cut off his son's hand. So he's a little, he's a little angry. <laughs> um, I mind this house is made out of straw. <laughs> nope, it's a wooden house. It's just a very strong man. Um, he does make it through and hits him for seven damage. Not a lot because he's hitting him through a wall. And that brings us up to uh, Kincaid. Uh, wow. Um, is there like a table in front of me? Like the table is already shattered because that's what happened when Clyde had. Oh, some I was his looking armor. for something to hide behind. I know the bolts are coming at me. Yeah, yeah. You like could, a chair or something. Yeah, there'd probably be some chairs that you could maybe pick up as like a makeshift shield. You know what I mean? Like holding it in front of you. Okay. You I'm going to do that. I'll do give that. you an additional uh, two to your armor class. I'll take it. Okay. And then I'm going to reenact my witch bolt and my dude in the water. <laughs> okay. He's not in the water anymore, so we're going to do one and a half times because he's in steel, but he's still really wet. Okay. 11 and 2. So 13 Eight. times one and a half would be... 20. Another seven. Yep. So 20. He is still up, but he definitely fell to his knees. And you see him just completely ignore his sword. And he's starting to try to get a crossbow that's on his back. Hold on. Looking something up. You're fine. Is he within 10 feet of me? No, I don't think he is because you pushed him back into the lake. And I don't think a building would be 10 feet next to a lake. You know, I think there'd be more space there. Gotcha. I'd say maybe 30 feet. Um, hope Basso's not mad at me. Say what? <laughs> then hope Basso's not mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> nubs. nubs. I'm just trying to figure out what to do now. <laughs> I don't remember if your weapon was two-handed or one-handed. If it's one-handed, yeah. you could still obviously use it. But if it's two-handed, you're going to have to drop it down to uh, something, else. something else. Yeah. This is uncharacteristic of me, but since I now have this robe of useful items. Yes. Okay, um... I don't know if it's really useful. 
Well, they're useful like in normal mundane things, like a ladder. Yeah. A I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out a dagger. Okay. From my robe of useful items and throw it. Throw it in the dagger? Yeah. Okay. So it's a dexterity attack. Would you be proficient with daggers? I'd say yes. I have yeah. Because you were in the guard, so you would have carried yeah. on those daggers. Okay. So I get a plus five. Okay. To hit. I gotta do something. Yeah. Who'd you hit? He rolled a one. <laughs> oh, hit Vaso. No, it was in the other direction. You <laughs> cut off your other hand. <laughs> <laughs> Just right through the middle. Yeah. Um, it was in the opposite direction. Go ahead and roll a D100. Ooh. <laughs> Ricochets and hits you yourself. in the forehead. <laughs> I am thinking ricochet, just because you're in a building. 67. All right. Yeah, it definitely ricochets, but doesn't hit you. It lands at your feet, but like into the ground. Um, but your turn's over, I've obviously. Obviously never thrown a dagger before, <laughs> so I had to do something. Uh, it's my turn. Uh, it is enemy's turn. Um, I'm going to say that with your crit fail, because you threw the dagger, you kind of dropped your makeshift shield a little bit. So another arrow comes flying in at you. Uh... Does a 15 hit you? It does. All right, roll your constitution saving throw. 20. Nice. You save from the poison, but you still take nine piercing damage. Jeez. Um, the, guy, the other guy that was in leather is going to start rolling out of the fire. He knows to roll instead of get up and run, so he's trying to smother the fire as he rolls out. Go ahead and still roll the 3d8. We'll just half it because he started in the fire, but he's leaving. 18. 18, thank you. So nine damage. And he is going to use his whole movement just to get out of the fire. He's going to stand up and he's going to run off to like some bushes and breaks your guys' line of sight because you're still in the building. Um, the other leather guy already shot you. The guy that was the uh, hand remover is going to step back into view and attack, I guess it would be Klein. Clyde. 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 I guess it'd be Clyde because yeah, he's... Yeah, he uh, Klein, for sure. <laughs> I've got all the hit points left. Wasn't that one of my guys in the boat? Yeah. yeah. Sure uh, could use them right now. He hits for... I'm not really worried too much about damage, but I'm going to track it just in case it gets super high. For 22 hit points on Vasa's dad. But Vasa's dad seems to take it pretty well. He seems like he actually can take quite a bit of a, of a beating. And the guy that has a witch bolt attached to him, is going to eventually get his crossbow sent out. He's going to disadvantage though on you. So does an eight hit you, Kincaid? Does not. All right, that's all that guy can do. <clears throat> He's going to slowly start crawling closer to try to get a, a better shot as he starts reloading, but he also can't come that much closer because there's a big fire in the way. Okay. Brings us up to Woods. Okay. Um, Woods is going to fly back through the hole in the roof <laughs> yeah, and the land. Big, the big hole. Yeah, and just like look at her two friends, like, and just literally open her wings to like motion you to come in um, and yell for Clyde, and she wants to transport out. Okay. Is Clyde going to go? What do you think, Vasto? So, Vasto, he'll, he'll look up at his dad and be like, just go. Let's go with her. She, she knows what she's doing. She's going to get us out of here. Okay. He will go to turn and flee. The guy's going to take an attack of opportunity at him. Doesn't matter if he hits or misses because he got plenty of hit points. And he reaches out and grabs Vaso and you teleport away. Yeah. Where are you going to? We're I going guess. to my temple. Yep. Nice. I forgot you only found one spot so far. We only far. have been there once. <laughs> yep. Man, I was so close to killing that guy too. And she's going to like slowly release you guys 
um, and tuck her wings behind her back. And then like, just look at her friends and like it instantly so sad in her heart because of all the things that like they're going through and everything that's happening. And she's gonna reach out and touch both of them and give you both 20 hit points back. I can do this three times a day. My question is when I come out of this form, do I get those 20 hit points also? Mm, that's tricky because I was playing it more like a druid. Okay. Where you would pick up her hit points. Yeah. Okay. That's so fine. when you leave that form, you would just go back to your old form. Okay. So I don't think you would. Okay. That's fine. Like she'd get the 20 hit points, but then her form gets released. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I guess I'll just do it to Clyde. Also, yep. I have three to use. So, and I kind of know my time's running out. So I'm just going to like back on my knees and just slowly. My wings disappear. You see the wings kind of slowly disappear. And you see uh, Clyde kind of like very spaced out like, oh, that was different. Do you guys do that often? And like, oh, I'm this, is, this is a first. Open my eyes like, did it work? Yeah, we're, we're, in, I, I looks like we're in the temple. Yeah. I, we're, we this know is, where this is, right? Yeah, this yeah. is the second time you've done it, Kincaid. Because you guys had did it once when you guys were in your long rest with the cave elves. Yeah, we teleported one time. Because that's how I found oh, out I could yeah. do it. Okay. Yep. Yep. I didn't even know what was happening. I forgot about that. But it's the first time Vasta's done it, and obviously the first time Clyde's done it. Um, I'm going to immediately start taking some like cloth and stuff and wrapping his hand <laughs> up. Yeah. Vasta's just on the ground, just holding his hand, it's like trying to stop the bleeding and tighten it up. Yeah. We probably need to cauterize that. It says hit points. Free any curse, disease, poison, blindness, or deafness. I don't think That's a missing not... hand is a curse. Handness is not Hit. a. <laughs> <laughs> Handiness. Um, Mending. What's like, working? Cure wounds? I mean, how do we That's fix a pretty this? Big wound. <laughs> no, how do we like fix this so he doesn't die? Yeah, I was going to doing that. I was okay. going to cast bonfire, take a dagger, and give you something to bite down on. And oh. Yep, you'll take a, take, uh, a have D, some... take a D6 of damage, just. From the burning, burn, <laughs> burn damage. Oh, look at that! A six. six. Oh, perfect! Yeah. Good time to roll. Well, it really. Am I, am I really, still raging though? Like you are still raging. Yeah. I'd say, oh, yeah. say you'd still be raging while your hand's missing and is getting treated. It really cauterized the <laughs> yeah. wound. So it worked. Three. Yeah. It stopped the bleed. Yeah. I'm just gonna start wrapping it up and yeah, treating it. You know how yeah. to do treatments now that you're kind of starting to get back your memories of being a general. Mm -hmm. You would have had some. Field training. Um, while all this is happening, Woods is starting to like just perimeter check quickly. Like she wants to make sure there is no one, like no Danoa, none of the things around. Like they're not in a threat. I guess I didn't realize that you still would be in Dorma uh -huh. because you got teleported to your temple as Lucha. So yeah, you are still in Dorma. Mm -hmm. Do a quick perimeter check, but you don't see any Danoa around. Okay. So if we open a rift now, we'd go back to the Elven Cave. We would go back to the edge of the forest. But we're close to the elves. Yeah, in Black Bay Harbor. So we're kind of close to where we want to be. So they might be able to help with his hand. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, if they're still there. It was two years ago, yeah. and a half ago. Well, yeah, I mean, they're there. Because oh, yeah, we I, called her. I called her on my shelf phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, should we rest here? Like, take a Vasto moment, is just rest? Vasto is agitated right yeah, now. No, yeah, we, need we, to, need we need to probably get out of Dorma. All right, so I'm going to... <sighs> I can open rifts, right? No, I can open. I, that's fine. I can open rifts, but I just don't want a hundred percent. Open a small. I want to open a very small rift and just kind of look around. Okay. I don't want to just open this rift and like, what if we just start? There's just a bunch of order light there. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, you're fine. 
I want to test this out a bit and like open it, maybe like low on the ground or something. Sure. Um, so, or if I climb up into a tree and open it, like, will that give me like the ability to look down and around? Sure, you can do that. Okay. Which one are you doing? Low on the ground no, I'm gonna or go up high. in the tree? Okay. Great. So you climb up a tree mm-hmm. and you open a rift mm-hmm. and you just see see the temple of Selene in Yvonne. Okay. And not, I can't discern any threats nope. from the five seconds, 10 seconds I'm going to look at through. Yep, exactly. You don't see any threats in there. It's just a pretty rundown temple just because it's so old. Like, okay. a, not like it was desecrated, but it's just an old temple. Old temple. Okay, I'm going to come back down to the ground and open a normal sized rift. And as a reminder, it doesn't take as much to so open a So, this is what I've been doing. You can tell me if I'm wrong or not. But if there's four of us going through, it takes four hit points. Sure. And then it takes that much to close it. It takes eight to close it. Okay. Because rifts you've started to realize over the last couple of weeks since you've been like walking around. If you remembered, we talked about rifts are getting easier to open, but harder, harder to, to close. close. Okay. So, and then my little one I just opened was like one point, but then two to close. Okay. So it makes I think three. that's an easy mechanic to yeah, keep just the double. concept of the game. But yeah. yeah. All right, so then it's going to take me 12 to do all that? Correct. And that's using your bow. If you didn't have the bow, it would be doubled all that. Okay, we are now in in Ivana. Cue Ivana music. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get someplace safe. Like, do we know exactly where we are? Yep, you know exactly where we are. The same, it was the dark forest. Now it's just a normal forest. And you immediately recognize where you're at. Because for you guys, it hasn't been that long since you were here. It maybe is more trees have sprouted and grown but still the forest you know where you're at how far away are we from the cave um i think we decided it was like a day because you took a boat to get back to stringham and then from there it was like a i think it was a four hour walk to the cave so you could probably just walk to the cave in a day if we stayed at the cave would it be a long could we long rest there is it a safe space or no you don't know that yet it's been two years since you've been there it was last time. It was last time. I couldn't remember because there was a big rift if we considered that a safe space or not. Yeah, we did consider it a safe okay. space because they had a encampment on both sides. So nothing was going to be going in and out of the rift that wasn't known. Well, what do you want to do, Vaso? What What do you feel like doing? Do you want to rest here for a bit? You can take a beat. You can collect um, your thoughts. Let, let's go. Uh, let, let, let's keep moving and go to the elf cave. All right. I'm going to do um, some cure wounds on myself. As you guys are walking there? Yeah. As you were walking, Clyde, also, i glad you're okay enough. You didn't lose your life. That was very scary. Are you okay? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be okay. I just got to figure out how to how to live life now with one arm or one hand. And what was your fighting style? Was it two-handed? So I, I had a two-handed axe. Do you have any other weapons I, that I've are got, obvious? Yeah, I've got a hand axe. I could use so okay. it's like a just a smaller axe. He's, He's got that. You got that blade, don't you? Yeah, and that. Uh, yeah, uh, he doesn't black. know about your blade though. But that came out of your one hand. It was a bracelet, wasn't it? It's a bracelet. Yeah. I imagine it would have been his dominant hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're just assuming you're right-handed. Yeah. Okay. I did. So is that the hand that <laughs> is that the hand he lost? Your dominant hand? He left. He lost his left, left hand. hand. Okay. So I see you can't wield your battle axe anymore. I think it's time I give you this one. And he's going to give you his sword. If you want, it's going to be a plus two sword. It's a magic sword. Okay. And once you learn how to use it, you'll have that same ability to recall the sword. To what? To recall the sword. So if you let out a loud whistle, the sword will come back to you. So if you were to say, throw the sword, oh, 
You can then use a bonus action to have the sword fly back to you, like Thor's hammer, but a yeah. sword. I Make was sure thinking you catch um, the right side. Y- was it Yondu's <laughs> arrow? Yondu's arrow. Yondu's arrow. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that'd be yeah. really cool as a sword. Yeah. Um, except you also Might have to whistle powerful. in the game. <laughs> yeah, that's me trying to whistle. Yeah, you, you, I know. You didn't hear <laughs> Nobody heard anything, so that that's my whistle. The sword's never coming back. <laughs> it's a dog. It's a dog whistle. It's a, yeah, oh, only dogs here. Only dog whistles here. Um. And I guess if you're going to continue to travel, which it sounds like you are, I'd like you to have your mother's circlet and he takes it off of his head. So a circlet's kind of like a very... It's like a tiara yeah, very, type of thing. But it's not like a... It's just like a band around your head, like a metal band around your head. It is going to be a circlet of flying. A, a cir- so cir- you're circlet. a circlet. It's like a circle with a okay. T on the end of it. Circlet. Of flying. Man, so. you lose a hand, you get all these cool magic I items. I know. Well, he was always going to get the stuff oh. <laughs> from his parents. <laughs> so it's not just a consolation <laughs> it's not prize. It's just a consolation. It's going to give you the ability to fly. So you now have move 30 feet or you can fly 30 feet. Oh. You're cool. Have fun with that. Wow. <laughs> Flying quarter orcs. Flying quarter orcs. Flying quarter, one-handed quarter. <laughs> He's a one-handed quarter orc. Fine. Who has one I, I thumb? Feel like I, can I fly. feel like I leveled up here. I feel like you did. Sweet. We got to hand it to you, Vaso. Oh. <laughs> you guys are gonna High five. You guys are going to continue on to the Elven Cave. It takes you, again, about a day to get there. We'll say it's starting to get to dusk since we do everything at dusk. And you see that they have a couple of guards out front, but it looks more or less kind of the same as what you remember. It's very well hidden. There's a little cave entrance, and you see two guards out front. We're going to let Vaso go first. And well, was, Can you call? Ask for... Maybe can you call her first? Oh, yeah. I got my... That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. just for giggles, can you pull out the Vaso tapestry and see where it's pointing? Oh, oh yeah. No, Miss Tapestry. What'd I say? Vaso. Vaso. Vasso has the tapestry. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll do it. Yeah, he's a little harder for me. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 just I, I got my, I got my handful. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just pictured we ra- we have you wrapped up, so like your yeah. hands like resting on your chest, and you can't use it. Yeah, I can't. You're really. a nub. I'm still yeah. figuring out what to do with that. You're one. still in yeah. so much. You just lost a limb. Yeah. Like, you but now he can fly. Pain. And yeah. you're pulling open the tapestry of Nomus. It is yes. pulling you. Does it work when you hold it? I thought we tried it. It doesn't work when you hold it. No, yeah. only it works when we hold it. It doesn't because you don't have a connection to Gnomus or Vive. I'll, I'll oh. hold it. Okay, so you hold it, Woods. Mm-hmm. And it pulls you south, southwest, south. Okay. Toward, not towards the towards cave. Stringham. Stringham is on the way to Black Bay Harbor. So, so we're still trying to go to Black Bay Harbor. It's still kind of pulling you in the direction okay. of Black Bay Harbor. I was just curious. Yeah, no, it's a good, good question. Yeah. Might as well have all the information yeah. after you teleported because you were going mostly west. Now you need to go south because you just moved so about confusing. half the world away. <laughs> do you, I'm going to hold your phone up to your ear for you. You can do it this <laughs> other. I still have one hand. Okay, well, it's a flip phone. Trying to help. <laughs> do, 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 do. Vaso, hi. Hey, um, are, are you at the cave right now? Well, Yeah. Yeah, we're here. We're just about ready to sit down for dinner. They just had a great catch. It's, I'm so excited. There's striped bass and there's eel, and it's one of my favorites. I'm so excited. 
Does um does Vasa remember the elves eating all this seafood? Yes, because you remember okay. that they would always be. You're so skeptical yep. about uh, yeah. everything. Like, is this real? Like, is this real? <laughs> you guys would remember that uh, every time you were there in the morning, there was always a fishing crew going out. Okay. I'm gonna ask her. So, in the in the past two years, have it, it uh, has has there been new people that joined your encampment? No, we still try to stay pretty quiet and isolated because we're not sure how the. Um, I guess Ivanians will take our presence. Okay. So, so there's there no, there no like order members there or anything. Oh, the white and black clan. No, we they okay. steal people. We try to stay away from them. Okay. Smart. Um. So we're we're like right outside. Oh my gosh! And you just hear like <laughs> she just drops the phone. It <laughs> starts. You hear her running away. And then you like thirty seconds later, you see her like power slide out. Of and she is running towards you, really excited, ready to hug you. And as she gets closer, you see her getting more and more nervous and scared because she's starting to see this bloody cloth that's across your chest. And I meant to tell you uh, <laughs> that I lost a hand. Oh, you're right here. <laughs> she, like, pecks you on the side. She's like, are you okay? Did that hurt? I didn't want to hurt you. Yeah, it... it- it hurts pretty bad. It looks it, pretty. Has it been treated? Uh, yeah, my, yeah, my buddy. I, I did my best. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I thought we should come here to get proper treatment. Oh, yeah. Let's get you inside. We'll get you to healer. We'll get you guys some food. And who is this? Um, this oh, this is, would be good. This is my dad. <laughs> get out of town! I didn't know we were there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mister. Oh, jeez, Vaso. <laughs> Um, Clyde. Clyde. Hello, Clyde. I'm not talking to two NPCs at the same time. <laughs> Hello, darling. <laughs> wow. Also, that was creepy. That was so creepy. Hello, darling. Hello. I was, I was waiting for the dungeon master to have a conversation with himself. Conversation with himself. I don't do that. So your chair is like, yeah, this way. Yeah, talking to this, this person, this person. This way. <laughs> well, let's get inside and get you some food. We'll get you Vaso treated. Clyde, it's really nice to meet you. I'm hoping we can catch up sometime. So you guys head inside, and it is just like you remember it's going to be. Did you guys want to do a long rest? Oh, my God, yes. Like, Woods <laughs> finds the closest free space to collapse, and she falls over. I guess we'll be doing a long rest in, what do we call it, Cape Town? Yeah. Cape Town. Cape Town. Yep, and Boss is going to hang out away from the open rift. rift. Yep, you will notice that the rift is a lot bigger, mm-hmm. and we're also going to notice that Vaso, you're going to learn from your boo that she can now stay in Ivana for four days. Oh yeah, instead of just two extra okay. honeymoon time. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Ah, looks like the bard has done it again. What a splendid crowd y'all have been. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cottage Rest Inn. Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master of Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. 
I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode.